Ash, we're back. It's good to be back. Yeah, we're back in the podcast room recording a podcast. It's been I, a while since we've been in here. We kind of... Been on the road. Yeah, we we kind of took a Christmas break early. I left and went to my sister's house for a week. And it's fairly impossible to podcast when you are in... I'm in El Paso and you are here. Yeah. I guess we could have had like a phone call or something, but... It's just hard because there's like seven kids in that house with our two kids, like including our two kids. So it was just... Yeah. There was, we, I was staying in my sister's room that normally her two boys sleep in. So it was just cramped quarters. Right. Well, we're back. It's good to be back. Let's get started. We have some fun things to talk about with uh, what we learned from being gone for seven days, as well as uh, we've tried new things and ate stuff. So we're going to talk about that. And we're trying new things soon too. And other news and more good things. So all good things. Ready? There's literally no reason for you to listen to anything other than Literally do not scroll away. Your life depends on it. What do we have in the news today, Ash? Well, apparently, let me just give. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) this is serious. I was perusing People Magazine this morning while laying in bed. PeopleMagazine.com, one of my favorite news resources, right? For information on the royal family and the Kardashian (laughs) clan. The only news that matters. They also have a small section with like good news or things you might want to know about that don't have to do with the royal family or celebrities. Which is always fun to read about. And one of their articles... Every once in a while. Every once in a while. One of their articles today was about towns in the United States where you can celebrate Christmas all day, every day. And I want... If any of you guys live in these places, we need you to write to us and tell us about it. Because they sound... Are they just like little novelty tourist towns or what? There's a couple and they're just like... I want to live there almost. There's, it, it, let me just, let me read. I'll tell you about okay. it. Okay. Okay. The first, by the way, we're recording this on December 17th. So that's why we're talking about Christmas things. If you're listening to this a later time, just join in the Christmas spirit with us, hey. but we're full on right now. We're full on. The first town is Santa Claus, Indiana. Have you ever heard of this place? Apparently a lot of people route their letters to Santa through the, I don't know how you do this, but somehow they send the letters to the post office there. And then I guess they just send them to the post office there so that when they are to the post office of this little town. Yeah. What's the name of the town again? Santa Claus, Indiana. And this little town has called Santa Claus. Yeah. This little town has rallied around this cause. So people, kids all over the United States send their Christmas letters here. And then people in the town volunteer to respond to them. And then when the letter is written back, it's from Santa Claus. Literally. Is it by hand? Yeah. Like, like, do they have magical handwriting? It says that local residents get in the fun by taking turns answering the letters addressed to the big man himself. Well, that's fun. Yeah, it's really cool. They have like stores all over in it called Santa's Candy Castle, Santa's Stables, the Santa Claus Christmas Store. But it's most famous because people send Christmas cards there and then local residents will respond to them. It's like a thing the town does. <laughs> I really want to know if anybody listens to the podcast that lives in Santa Claus, Indiana, yeah. or who has been there. Please send, uh, send us an email, hello-leaves at gmail.com, and I want to hear about it. Okay, the next town is called Frankenmuth, Michigan. Frankenmuth. Yeah, it was originally founded as a Lutheran mission colony in 1845, but it is now home to the world's largest Christmas store. Huh, just all year round. All year round. Okay, there's a town in California called Solvang that it's kind of like a little Denmark town where it was settled by Danish immigrants a long time ago, but they leave Christmas lights up all year round and sell Danish treats. If like it wasn't Christmas against Dane. our HOA, I would have Christmas lights up all year round. Okay, North Pole, New York is home to a Christmas-themed amusement park. Huh. It claims to be one of the best places for a white Christmas with a 96% chance of snow on December 25th. Wow. Isn't that neat? I've been to a Christmas theme park, but I forgot where it was. It's it, like a vague memory of mine. I think it was somewhere in Colorado. It was probably North not, Pole, New York. It wasn't that. Okay, get this. Midland, Michigan might be the merriest place of all because it's where Santa goes to school. Oh. No one is naturally as jolly as Santa needs to be. 
And there's a school here for Santas where people come from around the world to the Charles W. Howard Santa Claus School, the there's longest continuously Santa running Santa school in the world. Do you get like a Santa certificate that Probably. you take to and malls and stuff? T- well, those are the real Santas, Dallin. Of course they are. The real Santa lives at City Creek. City Creek Mall <laughs> in does. Salt Lake City. Did you guys see that vlog? When we went to visit. the most magical Santa. That is the real Santa. Uh, he, he is. You meet with him in a special glass room. Like enclosed one-on-one time with, with an Santa. Elf, and he has like a plush seat and Christmas trees are filling it. And James was not having it though. She liked him before he tried to touch her. Like George like was. Like sit on his lap. George was all about it. George is very proper. You got to go see those pictures on Instagram if you, they, they're so magic. Well, mm-hmm. and slash funny because James is screaming, <laughs> reaching for you. <laughs> okay. North Pole, Alaska is technically 1400 miles from the geographical North Pole. But if you go there, there is a Santa Claus and reindeer available year round. And Santa's workshop is there. Huh? Yep. And then there's a place called Christmas, Florida which is full of Christmas. Well, it's kind of like with a name like that, you have to, you got to own it. Apparently like it was named after there's a fort Christmas, like a a military fort that used to be there, but now it's just full of Christmas addicts who pretend it's Christmas all year, (laughs) but it's warm. We should visit one for vlogmas one year. I know. Right. Not this year. This year's crazy. Yeah. Maybe next year. Mm -hmm. Maybe next year we'll be better at traveling. Maybe. Speaking of traveling, I have to say this. What? When I was flying, I was on a layover coming home from El Paso in Phoenix, right? And James has this thing where if she f- hits her head, she'll throw up. I don't know if that's, my mom says it's normal. Like if she Is hits, it because she hits her head or is it because she's crying so I, hard? I think it's because she like cries so hard and it hurt. I don't know. But whenever she bangs her head or falls and hurts her head or walks into something, she'll just throw up. She cries. And I think it like stuns her a little bit. She did this at the airport. She, we were, she was playing on the chairs at the airport and you know how they have the armrests that are kind of like, they're not very squishy. She was going from each chair, how there's like a whole row of chairs and she was kind of like belly flopping and going down the line in each one. Yeah. And she like misjudged one. And instead of belly flopping in the next chair, she belly flopped into the armrest with her head. And I knew the second I saw her that it was going to happen. And I grabbed her and took her over to one of their really fancy trash cans that like compacts every once in a while. But I there was, she threw up and I caught all of it. And I was so sad you weren't In the there. trash can? Yeah, it didn't get on her at all. It didn't get on me at all. Wow, it didn't that's get like on the super floor mom at all. status. I was so bummed you weren't there because I was like looking around. I wanted to be like, Looking around yes, for validation. Yes. <laughs> like it was one of my best mom moments oh, in the world. Because it could have been so bad. And I was just like, yes. Like it was like winning the Did Super Bowl. any passerby even like acknowledge the feet there were a couple people who were like because it's an airport and it's full of people like some people are sitting by the trash can who were just like uh (laughs) (laughs) you need help or (laughs) Or i don't like they were just like you could see on their face like i hope that's not contagious i know yeah it's pretty much what everybody's thinking in the airport but that happened wow that was a new thing you deserve a medal that was the first time it's ever been like a throw-up episode that has gotten nowhere it was like fully contained you're like, well, what, what's next? Next obstacle like in my life. Bring air. it. Yeah, I was. Okay. Well, that was my new thing, right? Uh-huh. Down flying in- by yourself with the kids. Overall, how did it go? Like flying is your biggest fear. One of them. Well, it was not. I had a tactic this time that helped me through. Yeah. So I'm usually, Dallin usually flies with me so I can kind of like, you know, like when you don't have a lot of responsibility, like the lazy side of you can come out. Like mm-hmm. I have lazy Ashley. Mm-hmm. who just like she came in full regalia on the cruise <laughs> regalia and she's my true self and she lays down a lot and she eats a lot of food and she feels no need to really move uh-huh there's like i identify a lot with her yeah lazy ashley is like everyone's hero yeah <laughs> um she's my hero <laughs> on the plane like lazy ashley should have her own youtube it's like the opposite of lazy ashley so there's usually like scared ashley on the plane because you're there and you can i know you can kind of be like the leader of that situation and i have space to be a basket case Uh when you're not there i don't have that space or that like 
choice. Like there's, I can't just be a basket case. Uh-huh. I have like, I, I can't close my eyes the entire flight and put on earplugs because George and James are there with me. So the power of the mind. Yeah. I don't know how it started. I think it was just the first flight I went on with the kids on my way to El Paso, but I just started staring at the flight attendants and saying to myself, they're not dead yet. They fly every day. I've said day. that before. Really? Yeah. This is their job. This is their literal career. They come here every day and they're not scared and they're not worried and they're in turbulence and the plane hasn't fallen apart and they're not dead yet. Uh-huh. And that's what I did the whole time. That's that's really good. They walked by enough where I'm able to be like, they're not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Look at her. This is her career. She's probably been here 30 years and she's So not that dead. like that helped you calm down? Helped me calm down. Cool. Helped my brain be like, maybe you'll maybe odds are you're gonna survive. Uh-huh. Which usually it's like, call your family. You're you're boarding your death. You really do every time. Yeah. Call your parents. Tell them you love them. <laughs> Precious angel girl. Just <laughs> continually like so pray over my children yeah. for the whole flight. Uh huh. Well, I'm good. I'm glad, boo. Yeah, so it's, it it's you better. like you conquered a really hard thing. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like I could do it again. It. James, George is easy. He just he's like a comatose TV zombie. He's in his the airplane is his happy place. It's like his happiest place on the planet. Like people just bring nice him juice men and snacks and, women and he, walk by with Biscoff walk. cookies and juice <laughs> options. The show. And he like no one's people stay out of his space. And uh-huh. I'm like, do you want to watch another show? Like here, do you want two iPads? Oh what will gosh. make you happy? Yes, mom. He looks Thanks, out the window mom. every once in a while. He just, he could fly to Australia. He's been talking about the flight ever since you got back. On the big I was wing. on an airplane. On the big mm-hmm. wing. On a big in the wing. the sky. Yep. Yeah. He like, if there's a bump, he'll be like, what's that? And I'm like, we're flying in big wing. We hit a cloud. And he's just like, he like smiles to himself. We hit a cloud. <laughs> or something. Yeah. He's cute. James, I kind of have to be like a circus performer for like an hour and a half. That's stressful. Well, it's just like. Or just takes it, get, it out it gets of old after, after 30 minutes and then the like, five hour layover we, it was only supposed to be a few minutes oh yeah so my layover in phoenix on the way there there was a five hour layover i had i am such a posh person like who gets blisters <laughs> walking through an airport i didn't wear socks you didn't have socks so you're not i thought it was gonna normal. be a fast flight you and walk we were, all the time anyways i got blisters on my feet because i was walking up and down the hallways so much gosh sorry boo we made it back and we're good. And we, uh, next time we fly, we'll be together. We mm-hmm. got this. While I was gone, and since we've last podcast, Dallin, our favorite segment, one that we've only done once, but this is the first time we've ever done a segment twice. Dallin has tried a lot of new things and eaten a lot of new things. And he wanted a moment to, to what, to what, Dallin? To, ex- to expound. Ex- ex- expound upon those experiences. <laughs> to enlighten. Okay, the first thing that Dallin has tried of late, and we actually did a brand Is this deal. while I was gone? Well, sort of. We've tried it. I've tried it too now. We did a brand deal and with Purple Mattress. Love Purple. And they're they- a local company. Stay tuned for more Big Little Life with the Dashleys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
here in Utah. Yeah, they sponsored a vlog and they sent us some purple mattresses and purple pillows. And the mattresses were great. You're so lucky to get to do what we do. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, we are just lucky. Well, tell them what you think about the mattress and I'll talk about the pillow because that's my favorite. Oh gosh, this is not sponsored by them, by the way. They didn't ask us to do this. Uh, we just really, really love it. We are <laughs> so like, we're going to talk about it. It's so fun it's to talk about it. it's a big deal. We got a new mattress the first time in four years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've had this old, I mean, I told the story in the vlog if you watched on YouTube or Facebook. Yeah, we had this old mattress on Amazon, like just a couple, like one or 200 bucks. I mean, let's be frank. And there are levels of niceness with mattress and the cheapest one on Amazon is, is not the that one nice. that we have been sleeping on. Our greatest issue was it was you would, we would wake up in this like hot sweat. So hot. You, it, I didn't think it was possible to feel cold and hot at the same time. Cause it'd be <laughs> cold. Like the, the top you part would. of me would be cold and the bottom, like the, my back and my legs, mm-hmm. the part that was on the mattress would be Yeah, well, sweating. anyway, so yeah. So the purple mattress has this this grid technology is what they call it. It's like this po- this poly... We're calling it a polymer. Polymer. We don't know what it is. A polyurethane. It's purple. It's purple. It's like rubber <laughs> stretchy. It's like this purple rubber stretchy grid. I held up the little sample in the video. And that's the top layer of the mattress. If you've seen their their commercial went it's, super viral where they like did the egg drop test on it yeah. where they had this glass plate with like an egg under it and they dropped it and the egg was like right under the the plate and they dropped it and the egg did not crack. Yeah, it's really it's like hard and soft. So it's like you're laying on it but your weight disperses evenly over this rubber grid and it feels like it's like squishy but not squishy is how Ashley described it which I agree with. It's like you're just floating but you're stable. But you're just like, there's no pressure points and you're just like, I guess I'll just fall asleep right here. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a lovely and feeling. Dallin loves it. There's so many comments on the videos like, oh my gosh, I love our purple mattress. Or like, oh man, I've been wanting to try that. So yeah, if you're in the market, go check out purple. And we put the link, um, the one that we get like credit for to make it look like our partnership with purple is a success in the YouTube or Facebook video. So go click on that link. And that would mean a lot to us if you're interested in purple mattress. Yeah. And you can probably put it in the show notes too. I can put it in the show notes too. Here's another thing. They make a, they make a pillow and it's not full. It's not stuffed with anything. It's just like, it's a, a giant, it's like a composite pillow material. Shaped, uh, it's like made of that grid stuff. That grid and material. when you look at it, you think it's not going to be comfortable because it kind of looks like a honeycomb. Yeah. But what, it's so nice when you lay on it. It it's just cradles so, your head beautifully. And it's like cool. That's what I like the most. It feels cool. Uh-huh. Like not, it feels like. A I don't cool understand kit. how it's breathable, but temperature it's wise, so it feels breathable. Cool. Anyways, we love it. So that's our, that's our first thing that we've tried in life. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, thing, eat stuff. We're talking about what I've eaten oh, lately. Oh no, 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 no. There's still more. One thing that you bought while I was gone, I noticed, I saw it on our Amazon. <laughs> yeah. You bought a shop fat. <laughs> Tell me about all the things you vacuumed. How does it oh, work? Man. How it just, is it? Well, so can we good. tell everyone why you bought a shop vac? Okay, so, for the okay <laughs> for not, the Traeger. Well, so, okay, it's not my vacuum, but it kind of it's. Is. I don't, I was the one who wanted to buy it. Right, the shark. The you shark. were talking about our original vacuum, our house vacuum, our house vacuum. So yeah, and I guess I feel like it's mine, but it's like Dallin vacuums a lot too. But it's a house vacuum, right? And Dallin, I used it to once, clean it. <laughs> one cold night when I wasn't around. <laughs> the Traeger, uh, if you've ever smoked things, you know that like residue builds up along the bottom because you're just burning wood pellets and it's just tons of dust. It's just ashes from all the wood pellets. And I thought the shark just emptied into like the plastic container right there, you know, in the shark. But apparently it goes through a few little foam filters <laughs> first. <laughs> <laughs> or like so Dallin vacuums and the so entire Traeger. I suck Traeger. up so like, much wood dust and ash. The entire fireplace of dust. Yeah. Plus, like it's an inside vacuum. You don't want it black still works. soot all We just had to it. clean out all the, all the filters a lot. So anyways. It got full and when we went to empty it, it was like, it was like <laughs> black tar all over the filters and foam things. Yeah. So anyways, Ashley made me buy a shop vac, which I was open to. Because, what? man, this thing... Tell me all the things that sucked up in our car. Our anything car is like, you wanted it to. Our car is a cesspit. If of, you push down too hard, it'll suck up the carpet. Cesspit's the wrong word. Our car is like a, a receptacle of things. So many gummies, so many crumbs. 
sometimes when I'm feeling really lazy, I just let Luna go in there. And <laughs> she, just, she spends a good like a meal. four minutes in there yeah. before I go and clean up. Uh-huh. And it's just a lot. It's a it's in a way better. She, the if real jackpot is under the cushions of the car seats. If your car is cleaner after you let a dog like sniff around in it for 10 minutes, <laughs> then you know your car is dirty. You know you have kids. So anyways, yeah. Does it get it's, suckers um, without having a touch up it'll suck up anything the size of the tube just go straight in <laughs> yeah so it's great and um no it's like a wet dry one it was like 70 bucks you can suck water? i thought they were way more expensive yeah you it, it'll do water too or you can plug the hose into the other end and it's super powerful blower we can blow out the garage oh, it blows yeah that was what i was gonna say it's way the next powerful. thing we need is a blower no well, not anymore we got one <laughs> and so Man, it was just really happy. It has all these connectors. Man, I vacuumed the whole car just in just I with a smile under. on my face. So we have like a little back step porch. Uh-huh. It's kind of lame. It's like too small for even a chair. It just steps down. But the one side of it is open. Like the builders didn't put anything in. So you can see under it mm-hmm. completely. And there's so much junk down there. I'll vacuum it. It'd be fun to I'll see. I'll do it right now. I would get a real high sucking all that stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Construction <laughs> materials. Yeah, it came with a really long nozzle. stick it on there and just vacuum everything yeah so you need to love this segment about shop vacs (laughs) okay um here's something what we are going oh no 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 okay i'll talk about that in a sec dallin made a tri-tip on the traeger i think we've talked about this before but the first time we made it was the pre-seasoned one from costco costco does a lot of angelic beautiful things and we don't we would never want to speak badly about it but their tri-tip that's pre-seasoned one one thing that i would not recommend is buying the pre-seasoned things when you have perfectly good seasonings at home well oh hold on the pre-seasoned medallion pork loins they're like the size of a a gold coin from yeah, the pirate Those were times. good if you wanted a giant platter of Italian flavored pork loins. We loved those. Those were really the, the good. Day one. But day two, I was like, maybe I want some barbecue or maybe I want this. But it was like Italian If you were feeding seasoning. a crowd, I mean, it's not appropriate for us to buy like 42 <laughs> seasoned pork medallions. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. So anyways, uh, the long story short, the we bought those for a trip. <laughs> yeah. We took them to St. George like and we literally day. had to eat pork medallions every night. I was like, maybe mix these with eggs for breakfast. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, anyways, long story short, the seasoned tri-tips from Costco taste like hot dogs. After they're cooked, it tastes like a hot tastes dog. like a hot dog. And if you buy like... But... Expensive spiced meats, you want it to taste not like a hot dog. Yeah. So I bought the one there. They also have a pack of two, of course, from Costco. But a there's two pack. There's two sides to that story. Like it makes you wonder, maybe a hot dog is made out of finer quality meat than one. Assumes. It made me, it tasted like a J-Dog. So, I mean, J-Dog uses really good quality hot dogs. You either think worse of tri-tip or better <laughs> of hot dogs. <laughs> either way you want to spin it. So anyways, we got the two pack of unseasoned tri-tips and I season them myself with the Traeger seasoning, just the Traeger rub. That's what it's called. They have a lot of different rubs, but there's one called Traeger rub and it's the best one. So, so good. And I just covered it with that. Let it sit for like 10 minutes. Put it on there. Man. Sit back people. This is going to be a 30 minute story of how down I'm not going to go into all the details. You do one thing though that I think is worth noting. It's called a reverse sear. No, not that. Oh, do you want to talk about that though? You cook it low and slow for a while until it gets 115 degrees, but then you up it to 500 degrees, the Traeger, and then you sear it at the end instead of the beginning. Okay. So it's like low and slow, nice and tender, but then you sear the outside at the end and it's so good. You take it off when it gets like 135 degrees, 140. My eyes are looking at you, but my brain is mentally tuning out. (laughs) And then it's so good. You let it sit for like 30 minutes and then you cut into it. Mm, Man. The thing you do though is after he cooks it, he wraps it in old world butcher paper. Uh-huh. That I didn't know you could buy. I thought you had to be like an, a butcher. Oh, you buy anything on Amazon. You bought <laughs> then, a box of worms from Amazon. <laughs> I did. I put them in our garden. Yeah. Um, and then he p- lets it sit wrapped in paper in a cooler for like an hour. Oh, and you still need to clean out that cooler. Gross. Dad. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's in our house. <laughs> it's closed. <laughs> this thing's sealed very well. Okay. Anyways, it's only been two days, so it's not that bad. I'm going to clean it out today. Anyways, what were we talking about? Well, I was talking about that, okay. how you do that and how it's different. It's just, you, I usually just cut into it right away, but you're supposed to let it sit for like 
know, at least 15 minutes. Apparently it makes it juicy. And it's supposed to just let the juices settle. I guess the juices kind of get pushed out when it cooks, but when you let it cool or just sit for a little bit, not cool and put it in the fridge, just let it sit. The juices kind of settle and get back into it. And then you cut into it. Man, that was so good. Everybody who come over for dinner was just saying how good it was and make me feel all good about myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my cooking skills. Yep. Love it. Love the Traeger. It's made, it's it given Dallin like the appropriate manly feelings that he's been <laughs> longing for in his life. Yeah. Just goes out there and grunts and goes. That Traeger could make a really good commercial about that. They could. They really could. They really could. Um, one more thing that we're trying new or retrying. What? Part trying, part retrying. I texted my family and I was, and I said, my grandparents literally just moved to Utah from Georgia. They just saw all of my beautiful family is back and all of the beautiful things. There's one family left out there. Oh, Matt and Kristen, Uh like all of my sisters, except for Jill, who's in Texas, they're like, and my parents, everyone's close. And now my grandparents, Uh all of the big family gathering things are now going to happen near me. Yeah. And for the first few years of our marriage, they were all away. And it was like the saddest thing for Ashley. And so we're just so glad that and it's like, happening here now. Bless my family's heart, but they are very good. There's this huge family email called the Pen Breaking News. My maiden name is Pennington and it's called the Pen Breaking News. Sent out by daily, twice a day. <laughs> Sometimes more. <laughs> Try daily. Yeah. But they would post like... On the day it was happening about these beautiful, amazing gatherings and Dallin would find me like crying in a closet uh-huh. or like I'd be like crying on the way to his family gathering. Not like because I didn't want to go to his family gathering, but because my family was posting all of the things. And I may be one of the more nostalgic members of my family. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I texted them all and my sister Stephanie, who's like a traveling family, they're going to be in town. Um, and I said, we should do the party on Friday. And we're doing it on Friday. Turn of events, though, it's happening at my house, which I do not feel worthy of. It's gonna, it's, it's happening here. Everybody's coming over. Yeah. We should we like get a some table and chairs or something like from the church? Maybe we can have someone bring something. That would be nice. Nick and Randy have stuff. Yeah. Um. What normally happens is my grandparents have chimes, <laughs> and we have a family chime competition. What? Where, like you know where there's like one chime per person per note. Yeah, and like, dun, 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 yeah, and there's like yeah. sheets of Christmas music where it's like A B B C D E. Uh-huh. So like a family, and then each each like family group will choose a song and perform it, and then they'll choose. That's a, a winner. good idea. It's fun. I don't know if they'll have that though because all their stuff is still packed. But that usually happens, and it's very competitive. <laughs> and then there's cool. a, yeah, and then there's a white elephant party, and then wait, does each family oh, have a set of chimes? I'm gonna maybe I can buy a chime set. Don't. This is secret, even though I'm saying it on the podcast, but my grandma made one for me. Yeah. And I lost it. No. I'm sure you want to keep this on the podcast. In one of our moves. <laughs> okay. Um, but I might be able to buy one on Amazon right now and then we could have the chime. Could it be here by Friday? That's what I'm hoping. Chimes. <laughs> Ashley, right here live on the podcast, Ashley's buying things on Amazon. She could she never stops. Uh I'm gonna find it. It's really fun. And then we That's have a the good sheet idea. music so for like, all the Christmas does everybody, songs. So does everybody have their own chime set to practice with? No, or it's d- like everyone has their own chime, like a single note. Well, now how do you practice so before the competition? Or is Ooh, it I like... could get the bells. Those are easy to get too. How there's like a different bell note. It's like the bells. Uh-huh. You know? Like they have them in kindergarten. Yeah. So you get the music like four minutes before it's your time. You don't get to practice. You don't know practicing. No, you just look at it. Kind just of. sight reading. It's not that hard. It's like, it shouldn't be that hard. It's like, I have a, and then you just watch the paper. And well, when people it's your with turn, more kids have an unfair advantage. Well, we're like older. It, there's no babies. Is it only the couples that are doing it? No. So like you would probably join with my parents and sisters. Okay. Versus like Randy and Mike's kids. Uh-huh. You know. Cause you need like probably six people some like three, jingle, you need six hands at least jingle bells doesn't have a lot of notes <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not you're thinking it's more i'm gonna order one like either a bell set i like that idea it's that's so really fun. good that's yeah. a good idea we and, should bring that to my family's too well okay we totally should <laughs> your family's too musical they would everybody they, just does it perfectly <laughs> first time. or they'd be like what is this <laughs> no i think that they would love it and it's like it's so those kind of things are really fun because like sometimes you're just kind of sitting around like after dinner and it's, it's just kind of like, what should we do? It's only fun if you heckle and you can't be nice when you do it. 
my family's not much of a heckler bunch. They would be like, oh, nice try. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't want to do it because I would get in there. I'd come over and be like, no, we would you what? suck. <laughs> just like, whoa. That was really great except for you, Kevin. <laughs> oh, that would be really fun. That would be fun. Let's do it. Okay, I like that tradition. It's really fun. Always looking for new traditions, especially now that like our kids are a little older and kind of know what's going mm -hmm. on. It really gets the blood pumping. Then we do a white elephant. Well, like you need a, to buy a white elephant gift yeah, too. It's not like a dumb white elephant. Well, like I think some people bring, it's mostly like things that are cool to get. Uh-huh. I think like $10 price limit. So it's not something dumb. Yeah. It's not like I, someone would put like, underwear. I bought myself a foot bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, like I've just been to white elephants where they're really like gag gifts. Uh-huh. It's like, it's not super gaggy. So we should get like a, like a swig gift card. Yeah. Well, the best, you want to be the person who picks out the best thing okay. within the price range. Okay. That's like the great badge of honor. I got Ryan an iPod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Wasn't there a $20 limit? <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be really fun. I'm going to try and get everyone to bring stuff. Speaking of food to bring. Yeah. Down's making a brisket, right? Yeah. And I don't know what to make with the brisket. If I choose to make something, I might not. I don't... No, we're going to delegate because the brisket is a lot of work and a lot of money. So uh, we're going to delegate and have everybody else bring stuff. Yeah. So we're just going to come really... up with a menu. Well, oh, that's a lot of pressure. If I made something, uh -huh. I thought lasagna could be yummy. Lasagna and brisket? I feel like that could be yummy. Like James would eat the lasagna. Okay. Or I'm down. Chicken. It's Christmas. Well, what do you like better? Lasagna and brisket? What if chicken Alfredo and brisket? Fatty. <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> I love chicken Alfredo. Chicken noodle soup and brisket or enchiladas and brisket? Mm. I love the enchiladas. <laughs> Lasagna is just easy to make and it's really cheap to make. So I thought that could be like a thing. Okay. That would be easy. I'm down. More the merrier. I think that would be yummy brisket i mean it is a lot but it's just, it's just, you like, just once it's in there it's just in there and you don't take it out until it's done well and like you need something else you know like it's just this huge well slab. everybody else is going to bring some like we'll have somebody bring I just the, the vegetables and a cheese ball and some salad yeah like people are bring like the hoster does the big things i feel like yeah and like everyone brings like bread or stuffing mashed potatoes yeah but like i think there needs to be like another main thing we could do mashed potatoes and gravy. No, I, I hate making mashed potatoes. From Costco, of course. No. Why? Because. They don't even have to know. Those mashed potatoes were so good. <laughs> They'll know. They'll know. No, nope. we'll put it in a bowl. I'll know. I'll walk around with like a, a like. <laughs> what? Like I feel like I have a scarlet letter on me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Is it good or? <laughs> They're from a store, okay? <laughs> Just in the middle of the meal. Okay. It's from a store. I didn't make them. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyways, moving on, Ash. We were separated for, for seven days. You went to El Paso with you, with the kids to visit your sister. And I was here alone at the house. And let it be. It wasn't because we were mad at each other. A lot of some people were like, what's going on? Yeah. Are you guys no, fighting? It's physically separated. Yeah. We just, I just like it was it's kind of like my trip Ash just wanted to do something big and her sister came out a few years ago to visit ashley yeah. alone by herself so she wanted to go back Quite and just honestly, hang out with her sister it's, it's it's actually really it's not it makes traveling a lot simpler when someone is staying home taking care of all the house shiz yeah and the dogs like the dogs and the work stuff like you it's not like because i would have still been like out a lot of the time just on the laptop somewhere and it ended up being good you didn't come because the internet there is nigh unto slowest thing in the world uh, wow i remember I that is to... my that is the that is the worst thing especially with our job we're internet we're constantly we're uploading like, things you don't have high speed yeah so that's yeah that, that would have been rough it's rough it's hard to like tr to email like an entire vlog's worth of footage if you don't have like super high speed internet uh-huh it it took three days and it never happened. It still didn't upload. It's not like anything against their internet though. Like it's just you need to have like crazy. Maybe it's like the computer though too. Yeah, who knows what was going on? But uh, we got it figured out and we're good. And uh, we learned a few things while we were separated. We did. Ash, why don't you go first? Like, what insights did you have? Like personally, 
maybe breakthroughs or just personally and then about a relationship how about that i so like i'm very much uh like i'm i'm very i'm not gonna change who i am for somebody like Uh like if like i'm not gonna be peer pressured into like acting a certain way i just don't like i just secretly feel like a failure or or like i'm not doing enough if someone who i admire like my mom or my sister does it a different way than me i feel like my way must be like the worst way that's kind of like my go-to feelings like so i'm always really like in a nice way like i'm always asking like oh how do you do this and how do you do this and i'm hoping like it's the same way as i do it uh but then if it's not i feel like i need i feel like i should i should change my how i do my things yeah like just like very little things like or like you instantly wonder if your way is the best way or if you should change it i just assume if i find if i find out like my mom or my sisters do something differently like than i do it i just i assume their way is the best way yeah and i while i was out there i just kind of realized there is no best way and it's not like my sister was doing crazy weird things or anything i just kind of like i'm just a grown-up and i haven't really hung out with her as a grown-up since like she moved away when i was like 16 and then i haven't really hung out with her except for one day every couple years Uh for so long and she's like my one of my best friends and like i just always well i don't know like it was just a cool feeling to come in like to her house and see how she does everything and how she like just how how they live and to not and to be like to feel good enough about myself and to be confident enough in who i am and how i do things and not feel like, cause she, like, we're very different and it was just cool to, I've never like walked away from something like that where I'm hanging out with someone who I really admire uh-huh. and been like, okay with how I live my life. I'm always like, oh, I need to change everything. <laughs> but I think I've just been doing a lot of like trying to be more self-confident and trying to be like more okay with the, like aware of I'm good at some things. I'm really good at some things and I, I don't need to be good at everything. That's so good. like it was cool to like visit and be like oh wow that's so cool how you do that like you really like you're you're doing like way like what's it a specific do you have a specific like they eat really healthy and like instead of me feeling like coming home and being like that's it Dallin we are fatty slobs and we need to change our lives like uh-huh. I was just I had like I didn't have any disparaging thoughts I was just like that's so cool that you guys are so good at that like that's what I would think in my mind well I don't think we eat unhealthy right but like that's what my mind are is. they like next level healthy no like but that's like what my mom does like like you know how like or my mind does not my mom does like i just automatically feel like a failure if i'm not uh, like i like do that with you like if our house no is way. a little bit dirty i'm like we are slobs yeah like, we don't even deserve to be alive we're so messy gosh that's pretty it's pretty far <laughs> not deserve, like we don't deserve to have this house like oh okay i see where you're going so like instead of just saying man we need to be healthier we're so it's just like wow they they really really put a lot of effort into this and i admire that but I'm not instantly thinking that I should be doing so many things differently. Yeah. I think I just like the thought that I came home with, or it was kind of like a thought that like formulated in my mind. Like it's probably been trying to formulate a lot was just like, there is no right or wrong. Like people just do what makes them happy. Uh And like things that make me happy aren't necessarily things that make my sister happy. Or maybe like parenting styles or, or just like life goals or just like, like what your daily routines. Yeah, it's like daily routine stuff. Like, I don't know. It was just cool. Yeah, well, that's good. It was like a cool, like, feeling. Yeah. And it was cool to go there and, like, learn and, like, see and observe. And instead of feeling like a failure, I was like, oh, cool. Like, I want to try that. Or, wow, that's a lot. But I, that's really cool. I don't know if, I, like, I can fit that in right now. Or, uh huh. I was well, kind of like, like a self awareness like, and self, like, comfortable actually. with yourself. And, yeah. So it was cool. Nice. As far as like you, I missed you. I felt like it was, it was fun to like, we haven't been separated for a long time where I've had like my normal brain. Cause I feel like after I have kids, I have like this cr- part. I don't want to use the word crazy cause I'm trying to move away from that word. I have like a postpartum, sad, clingy, anxiety filled, filled brain. Uh-huh. So like, all the other times where you would take work trips, like right after I had had babies, it's just like, I don't even know why, but it would just like break me. Like not necessarily like I couldn't handle it, but it like the separation was so like emotionally traumatizing. And I get like, I was, 
very likely like experiencing postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety and like it takes me a good year before i feel like i get my normal brain back Mm -hmm. um and i have that now and i'm like a strong confident person versus like the wonderful person that i am after i have a baby it was just like a very different person Uh and it was like cool to be separated and to feel like strong and capable where I felt like not strong and capable for a while after having two babies and just like being in that space. Um, and I also like, I missed you, but it was cool to feel just like strong and capable. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Like you you had fun knowing that you could do it on your own if you needed to. Yeah. And I wasn't like jealous of you and your alone time or anything and that you were sleeping. It was just like, it was cool to, like I was having fun doing something that I wanted to do for me and it was something, it ended up being something cool for you too. Uh-huh. I think. I think For you, me? Yeah, I think you had fun. Yeah, it was a very relaxing week, I'll say that. I missed you guys obviously, but I also slept a lot and like just did things at my own pace. I still worked a lot too, but then I could just go to the gym for like no time limit and then go get some dinner and like hang out with my brother, which I can do these things still, but it's just like no external pressures. That's what is the thing you like long for to be able to do something that you want to do without a time crunch at your own pace or without being like, okay, we can do this, but George and James are only going to be like tolerating this for 30 minutes. So get your fill. Uh huh. And it, and so it was just, it was just really relaxing to, I was just not much stress and just here with myself. And so that was just really, really nice for me. And I just felt like I kind of had my independence and I kind of got to know myself again as Dallin rather than like husband and father. And it was really good for me. So I would highly recommend everybody find a way to do that every once in a while. (laughs) And I say that, but it's the first time I've done this. And since George was born three years ago, obviously it's really hard, but man, I want that for you now. It's just like, so maybe not everybody needs that, but I really needed that. And it was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And then like when I did call and talk to you, I was just like, it's just, I just, well, you seemed like a different person. You were like old Dallin. Like how? Well, like you're just always so stressed and I feel like you're always just like on, you're just like battling back. Like, well, I thought a lot about the that panic well, of like, like everything's about to fall apart panic Yeah. as far as like the kids emotions or like, I thought a lot about that and I learned a lot and I did a lot of self-reflection and reading through like like self-help books or self-improvement books and parenting books and Tony Robbins and had a few breakthroughs, learned a lot like about self-awareness and emotional intelligence and things like that, which I can go into if you would like briefly. Pray tell. <laughs> okay. So basically I learned that I am just as prone to anxiety as you and everybody else on this earth. Which is fun. To, I mean, like I've always kind of suspected, but you, it's always kind of been like Ashley's the one with anxiety and Dallin's the one married to her kind of like my brain. Yeah. yeah. But in reality, I'm just having lots of anxiety too. And my brain is really good at tricking me that everybody else is like crazy besides me because, uh, man, Tony Robbins says it, it's just, it's really, really eye opening or brain opening mm-hmm. or heart opening because your brain is this million year old organism that's designed to make you survive. It's not very good at making you happy or fulfilled. It's main job is to keep you alive. So like an un, what does he say? He says an undirected mind operates naturally in survival mode, constantly identifying and magnifying potential threats to our well-being. And the result of that is a life filled with stress and anxiety. And he says that most people live this way because it's the path of least resistance. And they make unconscious decisions based on habits and conditioning. And basically they're at the mercy of their own minds. It's kind of like the whole, like the Christian way of saying that is don't let a problem to be solved become more important than a person to be loved. Uh huh. Whereas like there's so many problems and so many things to do in your life. Yeah. But like achieving them isn't going to be what makes you happy or fixing them. It's going to be like connecting with the people around you and forming and strong yourself. relationships and giving yourself time to rest and heal and, and, and like be, express yourself and be happy and, Yeah. So I learned, I just realized that I have this huge anxious, I've had, I've let anxious fears like dominate my thinking for so long. Fear of failure as a husband, fear of failure as a father, fear of failing my kids, you know, like that they won't turn out how they should. And that's all on me. Mine is like fear of getting behind. 
Yeah, fear of, uh, combine that with fear of failing as our business because we're entrepreneurs. Fear of like so many fears would just dominate my thinking, and I like I would let them stress me out so easily. And like, if kids are crying, that means I won't get this done, and that means I won't go to this gym later, and that means that this will all get behind, and that means we might fail, and I have a huge fear of failure. And these anxious thoughts would just dominate my thinking. And um, but Tony Robbins says like. People assume that that's just an inevitable, inevitable part of life to get frustrated and sad and stressed and angry and live in like a suffering state is what he puts it. But he's like in the book, this is an unshakable, by the way, Tony Robbins book. It's a book on finance, but the last chapter is on having true wealth. And he says, I would be remiss if I didn't include a chapter on like being happy because no amount of money is going to make you happy. Like I know, I know depressed billionaires. So it's, uh, it's all about this and it's really, really, really good. So, um, Basically, he gives everybody the challenge to live every day in a beautiful state and be aware enough of your thoughts to like when you feel stress and anxiety coming in to kind of step back and examine it and how you're feeling about it and what you need to do about it rather than just believing your thoughts. He said thoughts just creep up all the time. They're just thoughts. That's what the brain does. And you don't have to identify with them. You don't have to like believe them. It's just they're just thoughts. He's like he says, say to yourself, there goes that crazy mind again, because your mind can be very convincing. Like we need to do this because... The mind, again, is like trained to make you survive, not make you happy. And so he says, you are more than your brain. You are like soul, heart, spirit, essence. And um, you can live every day in a beautiful state. And he's like, it's hard. But he says, so this is like the tactic that he gives. And this is, he calls it the 90 second rule where he kind of steps back and he breathes and he thinks about what he's grateful for. And he, then he thinks about what he can learn from this. And because life is always happening for you, not to you, is what he says. Mm -hmm. And then he says, what can I do to help the situation? And like, all I really need to do is this. And then just thinks about it and stays in like a grateful, because he says you can't be grateful and suffer at the same time. Yeah, You can't be grateful and fearful at the same time. So he says just like to stay in a beautiful state, to have a heart of gratitude. And that's something that I really, really want to work on and develop. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Then I read parenting books, learned a whole bunch. <laughs> Highly recommend Scream Free Parenting by Hal Runkle. I wish we, like, I wish people, I wish before you had a baby, you had to go to, like, how to raise a baby school. Oh, my gosh. I wish that was, like, a thing that you could check yourself into. I know. Like, when you're pregnant, be like, oh, we're pregnant, so for a month, we're going to go off. Yeah, like, so many things, like, because so much stress from kids fearing that I'm going to fail them somehow or, or fear they're like, not going to turn out the right way. I don't and, know if it's like a fail. It's just like my kids are doing this and I don't know what to do me about out. it. Like, I don't know. I know what my parents did, but yeah. And so like, yeah. So I'm just learning things. Basically not responsible for your kids. You're not responsible for their behavior. You can't control them. And the more you try to control your kids, they just make you frustrated and angry. You're responsible to your kids. That's the differentiation he puts. You're responsible to your kids for your own behavior and managing your own emotions so that you come to them from a place of strength and be their coach and their teacher and give them consequences for their actions, help teach them natural consequences for actions and help them learn to manage their own behavior, their own emotions, rather than just controlling their emotions and behavior from, from you and making giving them the remote control to your emotions also. Like, if you do this, I'm going to be so mad like he talks about how much pressure we put on kids to like manage our emotions. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to make me lose it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like their whole life, they're just going to be like trying to not make dad or mom lose it. But like, um, if you can control your own emotions and then like be the strong, like reliable coach and mentor and helper and teacher to your kids. And that's the world of difference. Mm -hmm. Yep. So also hard to do, but it's like a good goal to have. And be as self-aware enough and emotionally intelligent enough to like stay in a beautiful state and then just let the consequences do the screaming. You don't have to scream at all. Gave some examples like, ah, shoot, man, we know the consequence for that. So no, uh, no screens for 24 hours. Sorry. That's the choice you made. Like you let the consequences do the screaming. You can stay chill. Like, ah, we know our rule. No screaming in the kitchen. You'll have to go out. Yeah. Like I'm happy here. I'm not going to let you ruin that. Yeah, George went through a really hard phase. I mean, every phase with George feels like a really hard <laughs> phase where he just like was so like angry and sad every day for like weeks. It was like right when he, well, he was like two and a half. 
And I would call my sister. I'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And she was like, you're not doing anything wrong. Like, I guess she she learned this. Before. She has five kids. And she was like, I just decided or discovered, like, like, their emotions do not affect my emotions. Like, their emotions do not dictate whether or not I'm doing the right thing or making good decisions. Or, like, if they're unhappy with something, it doesn't mean that we can't do fun things or have fun. It's just, like, them being unhappy. That's good. And it's not like, it doesn't mean that everyone has to be unhappy. Like, that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Like, George can't be unhappy for three days. And that means, like, that everyone in the house has to, like, miss out and have no fun and be Yeah, be like, our family's at. going here. You can either go and be happy or go and be sad. Like, but we're going to do this, and I hope you enjoy us and have fun. You yeah. Know? Stuff like that. Like, not letting them control your life. Or, like, with meals, like... <laughs> You don't have to eat it, like, but you can't scream at me about it. And you it. have to sit here for 10 minutes, like, where this is family dinner time. Yeah. You know, and you can't scream. Sorry. Yeah. That's the rule. So, yeah, just kind of relaxing there and being in charge of your own emotions and not giving the remote control to your emotions to anybody else. Uh-huh. And not putting that responsibility on anybody else either. Yeah, I think that's really good. Yeah. So, a lot of, lot of good learning, and um, I'll put those... Again, that was Unshakable by Tony Robbins and Scream Free Parenting. Scream with an M as in mom. Not screen free. It's not like oh, a book about like, technology. That's how everyone spells scream. But I get what you're saying. It yeah. sounds like screen. Yeah, screen. Okay. The, the end of it does talk about technology though. So anyways, really, 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 really good books because parenting skills are life skills. They are. They are. Yeah. Um, Man. Thanks for joining us. Good to be back. Um, you guys can expect new podcasts every Monday and Thursday. Yeah, we're just getting back into the swing. We kind of took our Christmas things. break early and mm -hmm. we're back forever. Yeah, so good to be. We guys, you, we love the podcast so much. Thank you guys so much for all your feedback. We have a podcast group now, the Big Little Life group on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go and um, be posting there more just often. Just a way to connect more and chat. And connect and chat about episodes and ask questions about episodes and let you guys know things coming up and get your guys' feedback on suggestions for if future podcasts. If you have podcasts. news articles, please share them Oh, there. that's a great place to share them too. And then we'll we'll, we'll use that as our, our resource. Cool for stories, like things that we could share on the podcast. Yeah, for sharing things on the podcast. So go join the, the Taking uh, Big Little Life podcast group on Facebook. It's a group tied to our page, The Dashleys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have like five groups now. Yeah. Oh. Wanda thoughts. One for every finger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And there's a taking sides one too, which we're going to go record next. There's a taking sides group on, on Facebook. So join that one too. If you're a, a fan of the taking sides podcast as well, and we will see you guys later.